Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone. For a free Life Alert brochure, call 800-635-4993. That's 800-635-4993. Call now at 800-635-4993 to get a free brochure. 800-635-4993. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call a place for mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call a place for mom at 1-800-809-578. Great guitar, Jeff. It's a great name, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks out there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Oh, the hell for my terminal microphone. And it is the world famous. Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, Radio Zenu. 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Red Nation Radio Today, KFRK in Denver, Colorado. And, of course, on iHeartRadio. Yes, Bob Pittman, the genius. Well, he is a genius because he put me on iHeartRadio. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the big broadcast from the KJ Radio Studios in Hutchinson, Kansas. We are live as live can get each and every Sunday. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard, and of course, 24-7 JiggyJaguar.com on the uh, free Android and iPhone app available at JiggyJaguar.us. Selected editions on iHeartRadio and AMFM, 247.com. Our telephone number, 267-22-JI-GGY, on-demand commercial free podcasts. Our $5 a month on our website. It's red link on the homepage at JiggyJaguar.com. And, of course, Jay Marie is in the co-host situation today. Um, Israel, apparently, well, we're not real sure what happened to Israel. Um, he's been wanting to book guests. He's been wanting to have this big conversation about race and guns. So I booked some guests, and you're sitting in his spot. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> where he is. Um, we also were supposed to be joined today by uh, ICT Boy. Is that who he is? That's who. What, what, what is his deal? ICT Boy. ICT Boy. Yeah. And then I was going to try to have Key Boy show up so we could have a meeting of the boys, Key Boy and ICT Boy. I just, 
I don't know, that just makes me chuckle. I'm simple. And, uh... <laughs> but we have two great guests in studio today. Alan Law Police is with us from, uh... The First District. The Fighting First District. Is that... Indeed it is. Indeed it is. <laughs> and, uh, J.B. Wells... Or J number two, if you want to call her that. Um, and by the way, if you guys don't want to use the mic stands and you want to hold the mics like rappers, you can take them off the microphone Be cool, like deals if you want to do that. If not, you can keep them on the sticks. But uh, um, first of all, I, I, I want to go to uh, to Alan. Um, we were we were gonna we were kind of discussing before we got on the air some of the different. Uh, things that are going on in your race. I understand you've recently opened an office in the great city of Salina, Kansas. Tell me about your why you decided to do that, and uh, a couple of reasons. Basically, though, um, you know, this is a federal race, and uh, if I'm going to be, I guess, competitive, I've got to I've got to do yeah. the things that, that, that competitors do. Uh, Salina is centrally located. It's a it's a it's a highly populated area. Um, Part of it, too, is that WIBW, about a month ago, they had the opportunity to do a debate here at the State Fair. And that mm-hmm. was scheduled for yesterday. That was scheduled for yesterday. You look on their website, and it's still scheduled as a debate. You know, it's it's a live from WIBW or WIBW live, live from the fair. fair, yeah. Well, they made the command decision not to hold a debate uh, because they interpreted that I I wasn't a viable candidate because of they've got three criteria. You have to have $50,000. In contributions, which see, the, isn't that isn't that that I think's a little a, a little strange with the well, they do it at the federal level too with the presidential yeah. debates. You know, you've got to be polling at fifteen fifteen percent, yes. But WIBW had a, a philosophy that if you don't have money, you can't win, and so they're basically saying, you know, uh, the, the he who doesn't have the gold isn't going to be on the debate stage. Yeah. Um, but I did actually. I, I had above fifty thousand, not a lot, but uh, I, I realized I have to have fundraising, so. I met that. Uh, they also said you have to be polling above five percent. Well, I've seen the polling, and I'm I'm polling well above five percent. And finally, they said you have to have an office that's not in your own house. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? What's wrong with the office being in my house? I have a separate office in my house, yeah. and and you know I'm I'm running on a conservative, uh, at least a uh, 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 fiscally conservative platform. I'm I'm not wasting money on space I don't need. But that was the requirement, and so. You know, things being what they are, I realized, well, I'm going to go get an office. So I've got a great space in Salina. I've got some office, some paid office staff now, a lot of really good office volunteers, and uh, that's the new base of operations. That's awesome. Thank you. So uh, what was the – What besides all that, uh, what else do you have going on? I know there's a debate coming up we were talking about a little bit earlier before we got on the air. There's confirmed there's four debates, one in Abilene, which I think is it might even be next week. Uh, there's one in Hutch here in Hutch in October. Yeah. In October, there's on the same day we're going to try and jet down to Junction City and do another forum. That'll be fun. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> flying down the interstate trying to get to another forum to answer the same questions. And these aren't even debates. Let me clarify too. I think Hutch might be the only actual debate. Yeah. Where there's there's back and forth. The rest of them are just the rest of them are forums. They're meet and greets. So like you know, how do you do? Uh, and there's also going to be one in Garden City, I think, maybe in the next week or two. And I hope – I don't know the format, but hopefully it's yeah. where we actually answer you know, political questions or policy questions. And then we challenge each other on, on the responses because if you, short of that, you're just, you're just you know, spouting off nonsense that, that yeah. nobody challenges. 
So that's, that's what I'm hoping for. At least there's those four events, and then there's about six more that are in the works, and I'm hoping that they all become real uh, you know, voter activity, uh, voter interaction events. So did you go to the, the deal yesterday that, that WIBW was doing at the fair? Or? Oh, gladly, yeah. I sat in the front <laughs> row, and I, I sat there and listened to these ag policy questions that I would have been very comfortable uh, responding to. Yeah. And, and 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 challenging the people that were on the stage, they were they were qualified people. You had the second the. Uh, 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 oh, you had, uh, I know Pat Roberts was up there. Pat Roberts is the the uh, the chairman for the Senate Ag Committee. Yeah. Uh, they also had uh, uh, Mike Conaway, and he is the um, House Chair. And then we also had a, an expert from uh, K State. Yeah. And there were times where I thought that I mean I, I want to show respect for those guys because uh, if I win this, I want to be able to work with those guys. But there were times where they answered the questions in that political. A political way that's, I don't want to say dishonest or um, outright lying, but there were times where they said things that were just less than truthful. And yes. I, I, I wish that I had the opportunity to be up there and say, well, that's not entirely true. Um, <laughs> well, the one thing I like about you, Alan, is that you have hit the ground running. You have been all over the place. Uh, the fact that you had your... your uh, your campaign when you were trying to get when you were trying to get the signatures to get on the ballot, you were all over the place doing that. Yeah. It's uh, it, it you're you're actually running for an office, which is totally different than what some of these politicians are doing, where they're just ah, hanging out. Well, something that's different. There's people that are going to run for for our city commission here in a couple of years that they just think just because they're on the ballot, they're going to get in there. Oftentimes that's what happens. Oftentimes either a candidate goes unchallenged and they just they win by default, or yeah. they go as the party's nominee, and then because the party's going to win, they don't campaign. They don't they don't try and address concerns. They they just say, well, I've got this letter behind my name. I know that I'm in a safe district or a, a, a safe municipality, and they'll win. Yeah. And that's that's become our democracy today. And the the biggest threat I say this a lot. The biggest threat to our 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 form of democracy, which is a republic, yeah. is uh, apathy. You know, if, if the voters don't participate, if they don't put their voice out there, then what you get is only the extremists that are going to vote. And those extremists, you, you can more easily manipulate what <laughs> yes. they're going to what they're going to vote for. And yeah. then they, they vote on these extreme ideas or these, these extreme policies that no one's ever going to enact. It, never, it will never become law, at least I yeah. hope not. Yeah. But, but then they win. And then those are the people representing our best interests. It's just it's absolutely amazing. Jay, um, do you do you do politics at all or are you? You know, I'm a little bit blind to politics. <laughs> I'm not, not, into that <laughs> not into that. That's why I was trying to see if. <laughs> well, let me let me throw this in there because I did. I went out and got the five thousand to get on the ballot. Five thousand signatures. That's that's the demand. I got yeah. nine thousand signatures, and I got them from fifty-eight separate counties. There's sixty-three in the district. I got signatures from fifty-eight counties. And the biggest hurdle, it wasn't just the, the, the time spent and the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears out there begging people to just, just give me access to the ballot. In well, yeah, and that's the thing. You just wanted the access. That's all it was, ballot access. They weren't voting for me, and I told them, you don't have to. It's just you're, you're, letting, you're letting other voters choose in November. Otherwise, they won't have a choice. Right. So the biggest hurdle I ran into was when I would say anything about politics, most of the people would say, oh, yeah, I don't like politics. I don't get involved at all. And I would say, well... Well, but they affect you, and they say, "No, they, they really don't." I, I just I have no interest in that. But but they do, they do because when they raise taxes locally, when they raise taxes federally, or when they send people off to war, 
You're mm-hmm. paying for that. When they criminalize certain behavior and put people in jail for that, I got called to task on this uh, a couple weeks ago on your show. <laughs> when you're paying you know, billions of dollars for a criminal justice system that is flawed, so deeply flawed, and, and, and we, the middle class, the working class, the earning class, pay that, absolutely it does affect you. And if you don't participate, your apathy leads to your own demise. Didn't know it was that in depth. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now with 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 you doing uh, all of this, I noticed that there is uh, that newspapers are starting to jump on your whole thing, your whole campaign, everything you're doing, and saying, "Hey, he's an independent running." There's not a lot of options. You can either vote for Roger Marshall or vote for you, and this is probably a better idea to vote for you. What do you think of all the press coverage you've been getting? Well, the press's job is to, to dig in and get information, and I'm yeah. not one of those people that, that, that you know, blame the, the liberal media for everything. Now, yeah. nationally, yeah, the liberal media or the, the conservative media, they're both biased because they're just trying to sell soft drinks and sneakers. <laughs> they really don't care about what the message is so long as it sells those soft drinks and sneakers. Yeah. But local media, local media is people that you know, people that you can go have yep. a cup of coffee with. Yep. Those people are salt-of-the-earth journalists, and those are amazing human beings. And I know yep. I know hundreds of them across the district. So when they ask questions, they're shocked by the fact that I answer them. I've gone on Great Bend Radio dozens of times, and every time they're just, wow, Alan, you answer the questions. <laughs> and I said, well, you, answer, you <laughs> Alan, you answered a question. Isn't that shocking? So they, they Because really, it is, because these guys don't. But, but I didn't know that because I'm not political. I mean, I've recently yeah. become political. I'm a teacher. you know. I'm a school administrator. I got involved in this, and so I'm at, someone asks me a question. I give them an answer, and when they look shocked, I answer them. I think, well, what does the other guy do? And they say, nothing. They, 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 <laughs> nothing. they just say some nonsense, and they pivot, and they try to answer the question that they want to ask, but not the one that I did ask. <laughs> they just pivot. They, that's a political term, pivot. Oh, my God. You ask about something, they pivot, they answer whatever they want to answer, and they never give you what you ask. They never give you what the, what the voter needs to hear uh, to, to make an informed decision. They give you what they think will win them your vote, and it's nonsense. I just, I'm... See, that's the thing. I'm I'm absolutely amazed this year on not just the local level but the national level for politics is the fact that it's just getting to the point where a lot of these folks, like you were saying, they just they answer whatever they want to answer. And it's it's the thing of in the last couple years, you wouldn't have had People say that, but now it's just like the masks are off. They're just like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm bought paid for. But I don't care. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> it's like well, they, we have a choice. But but you don't. I mean, well, that in too. presidential races, you really don't. I mean, there's 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 actually several third-party choices, but everybody dismisses them because, ah, that just yeah. I mean, it's never happened before. It's not going to happen now. So, so those people in power know that it's either this bad choice or this bad choice, and yeah. they're just they're just kind of playing the game to find out which <laughs> bad choice is the least bad, and then you, the voters, get this illusion that you picked. Well, you didn't, because no matter what happens on November nine, America's going to wake up with a sore, sore headache, a sore hangover, because we're going to have a, a, a new president that nobody likes. And even yeah. if you like one, most people don't. I don't care who your choice is. Yeah. Now, uh, Jay. Listening to all this, uh, are, are you motivated to vote? Um, unfortunately, I'm not <laughs> because I I fall in that same category, you know, of just if I don't, 
vote, then somebody else is going to do it for me. And no matter what I choose, even if I did go vote, it may get overridden by somebody else's vote. But, but your absence at the ballot, you're not voting, is doubling the value of the extreme voter. Yes. You know, you're doubling that vote because you, you could cancel out a bad vote if you voted smart. So, you know, even if you, you're not going to, you, you, I can't tell you who to vote for, and I can't tell you which candidate's best. But I wouldn't I even would, know who to vote for because, you know, I don't listen to any of the... See, this is another race. thing. How do you reach yeah. those kind of voters, not just in your race, but in all the races of people who they, they don't pay attention to yeah, radio, attention. TV? You know, she's, she's listening to, to hip-hop radio. That's what she's listening to. <laughs> How do you reach out to some of these voters that that could hear your message or want to hear your message, but they're doing other things? How does I, I, it's, it's, or is that your job I, I, to that, do that? That's the that's thing. That's my job. I mean, that's the thing about my background. I'm an educator, so my job's to educate. And I'm actually sitting here now. I'm I'm here. I'm on the show, and I'm looking you dead in the eye and saying, you know, has it not affected you? Have 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 bad. Um, governmental decisions not affected you personally? I mean, have you not felt, uh, at least on some level, uh, tyranny because the government made a really bad choice uh, it, that affects you, you know? Criminalizing behavior that you don't think should be criminalized or, or uh, uh, restricting access to something that you think you should have access to. Yeah, it actually it has. Okay, so that's it. Right there. So your job as a, as a, as a voter in a democracy is to say, listen, I, my voice counts for something too. I mean, you feel insignificant, but, but, but damn it, there's a lot of people that feel that same insignificance. And yep. Banded together, you are more powerful than they ever will be. So you have to vote just because of that. That's, that is true. I mean, I never really thought about it like that. You know, you bringing it in perspective that way does make sense. Well, it does. I mean, we, we, we've had the vote. We've, you know, 240 years we've had this, this form of a, of a democracy, this constitutional republic where you vote for somebody and they represent your best yep. interests. And if you don't feel that the people that are getting elected are representing your best interests, it is your job, it is your imperative to choose someone who will. All right, you sold me. I'm a registered. <laughs> right, that's one. <laughs> that's one. You've reached one. And uh... I, I think it's ironic that I think. Yes, go. I think it's ironic that rap music was originally from politics. I mean, that's how they got the message out was to make it fun to talk yep. about what was going on. And now we've got rap radio where you're not listening to the politics. Right. That is very true. I, that's very true. They're not listening to politics. Yeah. Anymore. It just. What, what happened? Because you're right. I mean, when, when rap started, you know, back in the back in the late 70s, early 80s, it was political. You know, you've got. Uh, NWA, yeah. uh, and that was extremely political. Yeah. Yes. And so, what happened? What? 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 Why does rap not have? And there are definitely artists that have political messages. But Too many of happened? them get caught up in the image, you know, of this gangster image. Right now, there's a difference between rap and crap rap. Right. You're right. <laughs> she is right. Genres. She, she is right. But there is a lot. I of like them. rap. Yeah. I don't like crap rap. I I agree with you. But there are those that are caught up in the gangster part of it. Yeah. And too many of them glamorize that whole image. Yeah. And that's where it's gone wrong. Uh, would, is it also fair to say that money? Yeah. Money is yeah. well, well, that all That all ties Corporate. in with the gangster image. You know, that too, because uh, cause a lot of, you know, I... <laughs> 
can't. Every time I do this, I always sound like a racist. But um, <laughs> we were in Kansas City, uh, I don't know, beginning of the summer. Uh, my mother had won some jazz tickets from a station in Wichita, and they were doing this big thing up in Kansas City. And we showed up for this, and every, pretty much the only white people in the building were me and my mother. <laughs> That's what it was. and But everybody there was dressed to the nines. And they were all grown folks that were hanging out and they were enjoying jazz. And at the end of the night, they went and they got in their vehicles and they left. And then the next night, we had to go to some rap show somewhere. And we showed up. All the artists were late. <laughs> all the people that were there were dressed with the saggy jeans and all the shenanigans. And then when it was all over with, everybody hung out in the park a lot, and there was a couple fights. And I'm like, what's the <laughs> what's the disconnect here? Because it's like the adults who I seen last night were all, you know, having a good time. And today, the people that are under the age of 30 are all... You know, throwing up gang signs and got the saggy pants and going nuts. And I'm like, the deals, what's the deal here? And and the thing was, was that the crowd the night before were listening to the local jazz station in Kansas City that was basically an NPR station. And I'm like, then the night after it was, they were listening to Power 93 in Wichita. And I'm like, so I'm, I I don't know, is there is there a... Is it an age gap? Am, am I just am I at the middle of the road where I'm like I just can't stand these these the, the, I don't mind the rappers I just don't like the crowd, or is it the fact that I see that the grown folks realistically are going out and having a good, good time and nobody's getting shot at the end of the night? It's I don't know. I, I prefer it just, the lack of getting shot. At night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, I would prefer that too. But I'm 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 getting up there. I mean, I'm you know I'm I'm 44 now, and I find myself not liking certain styles of music or saying that you know oh it's all corporate garbage music. I yeah. Think, Where's the good music that I grew up listening to? But um, I, I don't want to disparage an entire generation of people. That too. But what I will say is that there are generations like we've got the millennials and we've got these these the newer generation, and and they grew up in a in a political environment where there was just fear and hate that was just peddled out all the time. Yes. Um, my daughters are growing up in an environment where we've been at war continuously. We've never not been at war. Yeah. And so I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this generation that's coming up right now, the anything between 15 and, and 30, they've grown up in a time that was so tumultuous and they know in their hearts that something is wrong. Something in our society is wrong. Now they can't exactly label it or they can't get together yeah. and, and collectively say, we agree that it's this, but they know it's something. There's something wrong, and they're rebelling against it. And, and I give them credit for at least trying. Now my next thing is get organized and fix it because my generation or, or the generation before me actually broke it. I'm this older guy now. I'm in my 40s, but yeah. I'm doing everything in my power to fix it. I'm trying to label it, address it, and, and fix it. Yeah. Anybody oh, listening to the generation? Fix it. Yeah, keep talking, brother. We're, we're, we're being invaded. Just keep talking, brother. Wait, we're, we're. <laughs> take, take that energy. Take that, that sentiment. Take that whatever, you know, the fights that you're talking about. Take that energy and channel that into something productive. Well, something. and see, that's the thing is, is, is I, I wish we could, we could do that. We're going to take a, uh, a quick break. We are kind of up against the clock here. Um, it is 22 minutes after the hour. Alan La Police is with us. Jay Marie is substituting for, uh, 
Israel because he booked a guest and bolted. And that guest is J.B. Wells. She's with us today. And uh, we have we have uh, some hip-hop artists that are coming into the building. Oh, and by the... And, and, and we may... And we, since he is here, we may actually continue this discussion that we were just talking about. How do you reach oh, yeah. those kind of people? Definitely think it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. We're going to take a quick break. If you're watching us on UStream, we'll be back here in a few moments. If you're watching us on, uh, well, if you're watching us anywhere else, please let me know because I only think we're going out on UStream today. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks for listening to us here on the World Famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. Back here in a few moments. Jiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Yes, indeed. It is a world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Back live on Ustream. 
Back live on Hey Britannia. Headphones. We have three guests and they have two headphones. She's kind of like our Baba Booey. If you're a Howard Stern fan, she's like Baba Booey. Or she is, if you're a Man Cow fan, she's like DJ Love Cheese. One of the two. Only she's a lot taller than DJ Love Cheese. I think that guy's like three foot tall. Uh, <laughs> Jay Marie in the building, as they say. I tried. I tried to get in the venue as a uh, as a thing that all the rappers would do, but uh, well, we none of them would ever do it. No one would ever go with me on that. I, I'll promote so. that. I <laughs> I'm in the venue, dog. <laughs> You're listening to us live on 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Thank you. If you're listening to us on uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, all that, thank you. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 PM Mountain Standard is when we are live. JiggyJaguar.com. TuneIn apps and Radio Loyalty. The brand new Jiggy Jaguar app is available in the App Store. Both App Stores. Or JiggyJaguar.us. And we have some great guests with us today in studio. First of all, Jay Marie is co-hosting because Israel is nowhere to be found. And I have been trying to raise Israel on the... uh... See, what happened last week was we were sitting here. He was sitting over there, and he's like, you know who we need to have on? I got into this Facebook discussion with with J.B. Wells. We need to have her on. Then he was like, oh, we need to get Alan in here, too. You know, the guy we had on the TV shows running in the first district. And then, dog, we got to get ICT. My man ICT, yes. he's, he's been on cake. He's been on Power 93. We got to get him here. They're all here. You're nowhere. <laughs> so we are going to go back to the conversation. Totally his loss today. <laughs> totally. Um, before you got here, my friend, we were, we were discussing with Alan, how do you reach... The young voter and re oh, there's Skylo. Well, at least Skylo's Skylo here. Has Skylo has made his way into the building. How do you, how do you reach the young voter who has no interest whatsoever, basically, in voting? And what Alan and I were speaking of was the fact that it used to be you could reach him through hip hop radio with NWA and all that stuff. But how do you reach a voter who's not paying attention to the usual? newspaper radio and alan was just like was having a discussion with jay but as an artist how would if he was trying to get his message out to try to get you to vote or get you involved in the political process what the hell's missing here as an artist uh, what i would do grab your mic over there brother and you can and and uh, it might be turned on it might, might not be turned on who knows what tr- there you go yeah. there you are go ahead and as an artist, what I would do, uh, which is pretty much what everyone's doing right now, like uh, President Obama, for example, I mean, he went to social media. Social media right now is a big boom amongst all the young young people. That, you know, they got the, the phones in their hands, and they're looking at everything that's being posted. Uh, that's what I would do, is, is reach out. Okay, Alan, social media. Have you been – I know you're active on social media. You do Facebook. You, you have seen some Twitter stuff. Do you, do you have a fan page yet? Uh, I don't know that it's a it's a fan it's a political page, so it's not like there's fans. Um, <laughs> well, there's, there's a page, and you can like it, and you'll get you know it'll, it'll alert you every time I, I put something on there. Like yesterday at the fair, yeah, I, I notified every time I go to a new location and say this is yeah. Where so I've got that. Um, we've got the website. We've got like you said Twitter, and I think we've got uh, Snapchat now. 
So we're out there, but I mean, people, uh, like I said, I'm here today. I think people listen to radio. They listen to streaming radio. Yeah. They, uh, they, they pay attention to multi, multiple media outlets. And so, I mean, I guess the answer is just get on all of it. Right. I agree. Now, uh, Jay, uh, you, in our last segment, you, you were kind of motivated to get into the political process now and, and actively uh, vote and different things. That, that's good. Um, we've also got, a, I don't know, we have an open door policy here on our Sunday radio program. And usually what that means is the door is open and if you want to show up, you can. And Skylo is here. Um, <laughs> we'll get Skylo a microphone at some stage of the game this afternoon. Well, and we'll, uh, figure out what the hell he's doing. Alan playing, playing show producer now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can you can grab a chair. There's chairs over there. Okay, Skylo, what are you doing here? <laughs> are, are are you are you substituting for Israel? Am Is I that what's right going now? on? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I just came by. Man. You just came by. Well, that's good. Well, hang out. Well, hang out. Okay. Well, good. Hang out. Now, um, now, Jay. Um, Oh, yeah. When I say Jay, there's two of them. Yeah. Jay Wells. We'll start over there. Um, how you got booked on this show today was part of the reason is because you're going to do our uh, Second Amendment uh, show in at Access in Salina on Thursday. But you got into a uh, interesting conversation with uh, Israel yeah. on uh, on social media about race and guns, which are... I don't think he brought up the guns at all. It was all race. It was all to do with um, the football player that, um, I don't know if you can hear me. I lost my yes. voice. Sorry. We got you. We got you. <laughs> um, we were talking about how the football player took a knee. Um, right yes. For the the whole Colin anthem. Kaepernick thing. Yeah. Um, I had a football scholarship for filming football, so I'm kind of close to home on that subject. Yeah. And when we did football... I'm not going to say how many years ago, but, <laughs> but you know, we, the coaches were like, you know, leave politics at the door, leave, leave religion at the door and you're here to unify and be a team. And, yeah. and it was like, there was not an issue of color versus color. It was teamwork. Yeah. And we were told to respect the national anthem and the flag. And so, you know, as a, a constitution, uh, caring person, Yes, he did have the right to to take a knee, and that was respectful. And I think that the post that we commented on for Facebook, I didn't agree with everything that I posted. I don't always agree with everything I posted. I <laughs> do it to people watch. <laughs> and so there were some things where I guess the lady said something about go back to where you came from. Well, I'm sorry. He was born in America, so he should stay in America. That's so. right. Um, I don't He's going to go back up the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Go back to where you came from. Okay, I'll go back on one But, I mean, um, I, I, I don't know if you introduced the fact that I'm a Kansas author. So Yes. I technically wrote about race You did write about this. Before it was cool to be a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> my book was um, published back in 2014. It's called yeah. The Tale Begins, T-A-I-L. And since it has DNA splicing in it, I'm sorry to get all sci-fi on you. But hey, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, 
I researched it and I, I did the, um, the recessive gene where I had a white couple have one of the guys had a recessive gene. I'm going to try not to give spoilers here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you do want people to buy the book. <laughs> so one of the characters, um, the parents were both um, of um, a lighter color and, um, and she was black. And so I did write about race problems before it was cool. And the whole point of my book was um, to unify us, no matter what. I'm sorry. When you research the word race, it is um, the, it's the humanoid race. It's the canine race. It's the, it's the equine race. We are human. We are the human yes. race. And when you use that against another person of a different color, you are saying uh-huh. they are not human. And that makes me mad. And so, you know, we should be unifying and working as a team. And the more you use that, you're creating hate. Yes. And, and, I'm, and I'm trying to, to bring back love, bring back inspiration, and uh, make a difference. So, um, was that, yeah. So that was what he posted. And so... I, I just Jay, what 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 do you make of the uh this this whole thing with the standing for the flag and not standing for the flag? Is you're a football fan and I am a football fan and I feel like everybody should stand. I mean this is our country that we are supposed to be upholding as you know, being proud of where we're from. Yeah. And, and that means accepting the bad things, too. That's right. That's right. You know, not everybody's perfect. Not every country's perfect. And, you know, we just need to stand behind our Constitution and our country. Can I, can I jump in on that, though? Go. I mean, you said that you feel that he should stand in. And, and, and hell, I'll agree with you. I, I feel that, too. Mm-hmm. But what I feel is insignificant compared to what is a fact. And the fact is he doesn't have to. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's justified, and if he wants to lose all of his sponsors, and, you know, but as far as his right to do that, not supporting it, but he has the right. I saw he him that said, right. you know, uh, uh, men have fought uh, for your right to stand. He, he does and have I'm, the I'm a, right, I'm, I'm a, I served in combat. I'm a, I'm a combat veteran. I was in the infantry, and, and I'm one but of those But, I mean, people, what's that saying, uh, uh, you know, about fought, him as a person? I also fought for his right to sit down. Yeah. But for his right to not stand if he chose not to. Yeah. Okay. And, and if he felt that it was it was making a statement, and by God it did because now we're talking about it. Right. Yep. I'll stand behind that. It's yeah. how he said it that caused the controversy. It, it, the fact that he said that um, America oppresses the blacks, and that's not true. It was at one point, but it's not true today because how many congressmen congressmen are black how many representatives how many senators i mean we have a black president if it was still the nation that oppressed black people then they wouldn't be allowed in office so they are not oppressed by law i, I maybe maybe not by law but by, <laughs> by reality i mean skylo what's up man what 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 what, what do you have on this subject cuz you you've uh well We've chatted about this, uh, not not this story, but we've chatted about this on this show before. Yeah, man. Uh, I'll tell you what. You know my views? Yeah. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's why you're here. <laughs> I think that's why we're all here. 
people should just let go of whatever they holding on to inside. Yeah. Let that shit all out. Scream that shit out. And get right with each other, man. There is, there is no, to me, it's no oppression unless you want to be oppressed. Yeah. Because you can fight. You can be your own person. That's life to me. We're going to do this. We're going to try to call Israel. Keep talking, Skylo. So, that's it, man. I'm that's here. it. If a man, has, a man has rights, he has rights. And the first thing is his human rights. I don't know. So Israel supposedly is, is going to pick up the phone. There he is. Please leave your message. Uh, please leave your message. Okay. Well, what, what do you think, brother? What do you think about this whole thing? Cause I think we, uh, each and every one of us got got our own, you know, likes and dislikes and our own things that we want to do do as far as per, uh, people. So uh, I don't have no opinion, you know, towards it either way. I mean, that's what he felt like he wanted to do, and that's what he felt like. So uh, you know, I can't say I support it or yeah. not support it because I'm not him. He had he had his own reasons. There he is. Israel. Hello. How are you, sir? Hey, buddy. What's it? <laughs> I've got um I've got the uh, I've got Jay Marie here. I have Skylo here. He just took advantage of our open door policy. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, believe me. I've had I've had like well, we won't even get into that. Well, I, I have a political person in here who's running for office. We won't talk about what I've had in here before, as far as the open door policy. Uh, we have we we have uh, our guy from ICT with us. You've seen him all what over the place. Cake News, Power ninety three. He's all over the place, and then of course Jay Wells and our buddy from uh, live from Salina, Alan La Police. And uh, we were Kaepernick thing. Um, Jay was uh, sort of giving her take on it. Everybody was kind of giving their view on it. What is your view on it? And uh, then then we'll see if uh, things differ or things uh, are the same. What, what do you think, sir? Well, it's pretty simple. Before I you know, say what I think, I'm right. So let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> Before you now say you, anything, you're uh, right. Now okay. that we all established that I'm correct, now I can give the basis for my argument. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just uh, playing. But um, you know, my my view of this uh, as an African American male is that there's never a time that it's okay for blacks to protest, and that's what's what's being said publicly. In my opinion, it's like, yo. It's like, um, yo, Kaepernick, you don't have the right to do this. Why Why now? Why this? And, you know, people just understand that the flag doesn't represent the same thing for everybody. I'm sure that, you know, the uh, crescent moon and the star doesn't mean the same thing in America as it does in Turkey, for example. You know, it means two different things. Um, uh, historically, you get what it really symbolizes to other people when blacks hear a lot of this patriotism and a lot of things like this, this nostalgic look at America, these times that, you know, people look back, oh, well, this is, this is when America was great. And it always seems to be a time where African-Americans weren't doing so well. So to us, 
it comes off like Kaepernick, why don't you be quiet? You're being too loud while we're enjoying our white privilege. Can't we just enjoy it in peace? And that's, and that's how it comes off to us a lot of times. It's like, you know, he didn't make any radical statements. He didn't make any radical gestures or anything. He didn't say anything that anybody else hasn't said. And I think it's funny that, you know, a month or two ago, people were, so, yeah, Ali, you know, Ali stood for this greatness. This guy hasn't did a third of what Ali ever could have done. And here it is just, you know, a few months after his death, and you're already denouncing him. To me, it's the same argument. It's a different athlete, the same argument. So you can't denounce one and not the other. You know what I mean? That's that's my opinion about it. Okay, Alan, Jay, jump in there because he, he, uh, Israel put a lot out there. No, his opinion is uh, like he said. It's 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 uh, it's right. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, but no, I was gonna I was gonna mention Ali too. I mean, uh, he he protested what he thought was uh, unfair treatment, uncivilized treatment. You know, civil rights yeah. was, was fought and, and and allegedly won, and yet today, you know, in the, in the in the news, in the in the media, in, in in the real world, you see young black men being killed all the time. And uh, for him to think that there's, there's a, a, an endemic problem, there's something wrong, he has a right to protest that and say, you know, th- I don't agree until we can reevaluate this. You've you got people that are on the Black Lives Matter side, and then you've got everybody. No, they're not. They're not wrong. They're, they're, yeah. that's, their, that's their voice. And, and I'm not saying I'm in that, but you're not wrong to say we feel oppressed and we'd like some recognition of that. Yep. Ali was, was the champion of that. I mean, he was, he was this... Go back to the and hurricane. The hurricane, I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah. He was, he was put in jail yep. forever. There is no problem. Or to say that someone doesn't have the right to voice their opinion of that problem, yeah. that's anti-American. Jay, we've got, we've got Israel on the phone now because it's better, it's better quality. You wrote Thank about you, that. <laughs> now, now, Jay, you, you, before we got you on, or before we got Israel, this is in one of your books. About, about the... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Keep talking. Um, About the gene splicing yes. and, and all the... Uh... Uh, there's the uh, I was saying before you got on Israel that uh, I think you missed some of the uh, comments on that post. Fully agree with that woman saying that she should he should go back from because, I mean, it was kind of... He was of, born here. Yeah, he, he was born... Go back <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what? Voice is gone. Um, I, I just... I still think that there were, we're all one human, and every time you bring up color issues, you're creating hate. And um, the, an expert on back there, it's a dark road. And um, I uh, don't know how many people know this, but I went to a high school, and um, there was one black boy there, and else was white. And I got picked on by the skin, and I got to the point where I walked a mile home in the rain to refuse to ride on the bus with skinheads. Um, you know, I, I got to the point where I had a favorite creative class because they were all in there ganging up on me. Yeah. Well, I that's, that's, and that's not hard to believe because often it, the whites who are willing to speak up, some of their names, that, you know, college traders or nigger lovers or, you know, race baiters, whatever. So that's, you know, this is real. This is something that, you know, we've experienced. If racism will even turn its head on you, and this is supposed to be, you know, a country. We say, when I say white privilege, I don't believe that all whites are privileged, but I do believe that there is a sense of white American. It seems like you know, we want to talk about it uh, in in the context of our own people. And then it's like, oh, well, we're we're creating division and we're spreading hate. Now, hate is what we've experienced. Hate is what we're trying to overcome. So sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah, you're angry about stuff. 
Sometimes I'm off like that, but it's not to be divisive because if you look in history, you'll see easily that blacks have always tried to, like, but every time that we try to simulate, we've been met with some roadblocks. You have this whole, uh, what I call Republican wreck. It's like, well, blacks just need to pull themselves bootstraps. Blacks need to educate themselves. If they didn't live in such neighborhoods, then they would be all right. But I can give you examples of when they educate themselves. When they tried to educate themselves and go to, in Arkansas, the National Guard had to be called out just for nine kids to go to school that's that's the real thing we're talking about that blacks are complaining about this is something new that's what you know upset me personally is like white america wants to act like oh well this is a new he's talking about no not really i mean you got to think about my grandmother was fully alive for the first civil rights movement Here it is, you know 30, 40 years later, we have to have the same issue again. So obviously we need to have a tough conversation. But when someone says some, quote, anti-America or whatever, that doesn't mean they're being divisive. They're being honest. Hateful is the pictures that you see of black men with their backs stripped. The hateful is go home nigger signs. Hateful to a whole culture unjust. That's hate. When we're talking about that's just being honest about the situation. What do you guys think about something that? like that? Or something like that. <laughs> I don't think you could have said it any better, honestly. I, I just so, think there's a I, I think that you're you're creating division when you say the kind of white man. This is America. It's America when it's convenient. Blacks are welcome in America when it's convenient. We were on September 11th, we were all Americans that day. I tell you that much. But then on September, we were still black and white America. There's still being there always has been uh, a division, and it's not necessarily created by us. It's the division economically. There's a division economically, uh, educationally. There's a division in the housing. That's where you get terms like redlining districts, where you get gerrymandering to block off districts based upon race and different like that. So it's like blacks, we're 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 good enough when it's convinced when. You need us to fight in the war. We're all Americans then. It's good enough when you want us to steal the flag, but we're not good enough when we get the job. Or we're not good enough when we're in front of the judge. So that's what it's like. Black man, white Americans, what is it that you actually want for us to do? What is it that you've asked us to do that we haven't done by force or by will? So I don't feel like we're the ones being divisive. What do you think? I think it's we the people have sat there and voted our different districts. It goes back down to the different districts and the different, you know, if you want to make a difference, then you need to be able to vote. And I guess that just brings in. I think you're a good guy. I think you said is absolutely right. And, 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 and the readers, um, what justice is blind and uh, uh, the courts, you know, they see, yeah. they don't see color and all that stuff. But uh, I keep thinking back to uh, in Trayvon Martin was shot. And, uh, you know, there was a, there was a, Oh, that you know he had his hoodie on, and that he you know, he, he was he, he menacing, and so uh, there was this there was this notion then that you know well, young black men shouldn't. You, you can't tell me that we live in a free America, a blind, a colorblind America, when when you tell a young and and not wear a hoodie. I mean, you're, you're not supposed to walk in between houses in the middle of the night. Yes, who in the apartment complex? <laughs> I know, but. It's <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't either. I tell you what. Skylo. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. It doesn't matter what color you are. If you do that, you're treated different. I wouldn't. I'll tell you right now. I wouldn't get shot. I'm gonna tell you what. Right. Okay. I've seen culture change, and I've seen it change dramatically. And you know, I do agree. This is America. This is America. Yes. I do. Agree that there is certain basically I've seen people go from 
fashions such as baggy jeans to skinny jeans. Guilty. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I've seen culture change. It was a culture shock. I'm just old. I'm from the 80s. <laughs> so, I mean. I don't understand why, because we all are human beings. We are people. We should basically yep. try to have progress. At the progress. I think a lot of stuff free in life. You can't charge me for water. How do you charge me for rain? I don't understand. To this day, I'm still trying to come to a conclusion that there's a lot of stuff. Well, and there's, and there's a federal law that you can't. Is it rainwater? It's rainwater. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> you control rainwater. Right? This is America, bro. <laughs> right? Mountain water from the spring of the gods, anyway. So rainwater's. I can't hear what he's real saying. So tell him talking, but I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> the the race issue's not going to change. Honesty about what's well, happening. There's division. That's the way we want it. That's the way we feel comfortable. It's founded. Let's just be honest. Let's take for example. Church. Church is segregated, the most segregated place probably in the country. feel more comfortable worshiping with whites and blacks feel more comfortable worshiping with blacks. That's a choice that we both openly made. The differences isn't the problem. The problem is like is that we're not out about there are cultural differences. Everybody's walking on time. There are differences between how black families act and how white I've been around both to know that there's a, that's not the bad thing. The bad thing we treat each other different based upon that. Because most white people that I've met who had arguments, when they want to argue about uh well blacks need just blacks need to do that, they haven't spent any of their whole life. And the same thing with black people who haven't spent any time in white neighborhoods. I'm just white people that they really don't because they haven't been in that environment. That's part of the problem. Just as simple as who you sit with at the lunch table. It started back then, who you live with. The things that are ingrained in us culturally, and we just don't want to be honest and talk about them. Well, are uncomfortable with black people, and black people are uncomfortable with white people be history that we had in this country. But nobody wants to talk about it. We want to paint this rosy, patriotic picture, firecracker July, and everybody eats apple pie. And that's not real. It's not what's really. Skylo. Skylo. Was it Skylo that news whether we want to be offended or not? Yes. So, you know, I guess. I'm a lyricist when I say, you know what, race is the word race. You know, you see a cat and there's like five different colors come out of a kit, the, the feline race. So we're not saying don't talk about it. Progress forward. Affiliation. I've never happened again. I've been doing the two cultures. Saying, I'm still going hoodie, man. <laughs> I'm still going for my hoodie, man. I, I, I see T-Boy. What, what do you think about all this? Because you're, you're down there in Wichita where they haven't been the nicest to the black race. Uh, but, 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 I mean, he's been there in that culture. I mean, it was a whole thing called slavery, Jiggy. Read your history. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. I'm, I'm, I'm not calling up and talking about my white privilege. Jiggy, they revoked your white privilege. You have too many black friends. You're over your limit. I do. I, I'm over my limit of black friends. They, they, they did remember. ICT boy, jump in there, my friend. Yeah, I feel, uh, you know, this has been going on since the, the, the uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, this particular subject that we're talking about. And I honestly feel that we can go around how you feel, how I feel, how she feel, and how her feel. It's going to continue on from this earth. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I salute trying to be positive about it and trying to, you know, get us all to become one because we be separate as we are. Uh-huh. So um, I just feel that it's a subject that's never going to – racism is always going to be there. It's yep. always going to be separatism. And there's people that, 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 that – there's good people that – Bad people who don't believe. Don't believe that it's be. And it's not going to change. Taking place. You can talk to them all day long. You can, you can preach to them. You can, you know, they're into the other. I'm yeah. Like, I hate to sound so, well, uh, I hate to sound well, so negative. Or negative <laughs> no. About it, no. I'm, I'm just being real. And I've just come to the point in 
you know, in my own mind, yeah. you know. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you don't try to make it better. I do try to make it better. I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, just, just. I think, just well, you know, you're my dog, but I don't disagree with that. I really think that, fortunately for all of us, this it already is already every story that seems Jews head chasing a little girl is about us having a conversation about opening up dialogue. The reason why I'm so frank about what I say and the way I say it is that we do care to change all about we have private conversations in our homes around the holidays and whether it's from both cultures and those are the conversations that we should be having publicly but we don't because there's this whole thing that's saying, you know, like, uh, maybe we should talk about that. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, alone. It's too much of a hot button topic. That's what's preparing it. But for, for us, these people who do this with this class, this mindset are getting older so they have no choice but to change. And the majority of you know, segregated United States have had hopefully enough uh, education and enough interaction with our race to understand that this it was never true to begin with. The, the things about each other are correct. And you're correct. My grandmother said to me um, that cats have babies folks and the white have babies together. That made me so correct in that, but uh, the black and black when all grievances are addressed, that is the message to hear. Well, well, just you know, we just got to move on. Like you know, we got we got to talk about something else. Let's, let's do. Let's not talk about anything that makes us uncomfortable. Yet we got to live uncomfortable every day. The problem, like we're not having this, we're not having an honest conversation. And as long as I'm around, I'm gonna just have a, like I'm in. I'm all for everybody getting along. Being called anti-white, and I'll just tell you, I'm pro-black. I'm critical body. I'm more critical actually of black people than I am of white people because the first thing you should do is not hurt yourself. But I'm still not a person who believes in this whole narrative of oh, it's black. You know, okay for us to do that. It's just not okay. If the roles reversed and blacks were the majority in hair structure and whites were the underprivileged, I with the treatment because it's about human rights. But, like, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link. So until the bottom level, the downcasted are brought up, then everybody's pulled down by it. So it should be everybody's intricate because you can't have the country, blacks and whites, we're tied together and we got to accept it. You can't have America. America won't be as great as it quote is without the contribution of African Americans. But it's like a, the black part, they want the black contribution black people. And that's, to sum it up, the biggest problem that we have in the United States is that America wants the black contribution, whether it be artistically, educated, whether it be economically, whether it be in the labor force or whatever it is, in the t entertainment industry, they want our talent, they want our gene, they want the person. Or something like that. I'm with you. There's, there's this natural pause. I, I, we we started out the show uh, talking about voter apathy. We talked about people that didn't want to they didn't want to get involved because it was well that's sensitive or I'm not, but it does. And so when you say we shouldn't address uh, uh, racial issues, we shouldn't address racial tension. We, we shouldn't we shouldn't look at you know Trayvon Martin or or what happened in Orlando or we, we shouldn't look at uh, the, the the countless crimes and say well we're not even going to address it because of, you know no we have to address it and it, it may not be. Uh, what we initially think it is. It may be more, it may be less, it may be something totally different, but to not address the failure. The human condition is always looking to improve itself. It's always looking to make the, the, the quality of life better, mostly for our children. And so to not address it is to, to discount that and say to our children, ah, screw it, we couldn't make it better, so you're going to have to suffer, you know? And I, I won't have that. I'll, I'll put this very personal to me because uh, right now politically, talks immigration, and I've got you know I got my immigration policy, and I could you know revamp this conversation. <laughs> but my wife is a she's she's a, a refugee. My wife was born in El Salvador, yeah. and she was brought here 
uh, under asylum. They, they, they were fleeing a civil war. Uh-huh. here when she was very young, and they came to this country. They fled. They, you know, my, my mother and my, my wife is a product of our asylum policy. Yeah. She, was a, she was a refugee. And my children, my three daughters, are a product of that same policy. And the Spanish half, you know, yeah. half white, half brown. And if if I'm going to address you know racial tension, and you, you call it you know we, we you can say it's not racial tension, but if, if I'm going to address the tension between uh, the the African Americans and the Latinos and the the the, uh, the, the whites uh, yeah. and the Asians, if I'm not going to address that, then that's that's a, that's that's a disregard for my obligations to my child's father. So I will address it, and I will try to make it better. Well, that is. Uh, that, 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 this has been an interview now of our world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. We've got Israel joining us. We have Skylo in the building. Yep. And uh, Jay Marie, who is, uh, who, is, who is sitting at Israel's position uh, at the co-host desk. Looking like Eminem eye candy. And, uh, and, and, and she's, she, she's, apparently she looks like, what was that? Eminem eye candy. Eminem eye candy. <laughs> be sure it's somewhere. Al, Alan Lomfelice is with Jay. He, uh, what? Go, go ahead, Israel. I want to say, man, this is a great conversation. If you, I yes. think uh, it's actually informative. You know what I mean? And people are actually listening to each other, man. Uh, not like the guy last week who uh, Caucasian oh, guy like me. We, we, <laughs> we, we've, got, we've got ICT Boy with us today. We're going to be playing Toast of the Good Life here in the Flint, and we also have Jay Wells with us. Yes, last was a gentleman uh, that, that Israel had, <laughs> we had on the show with Israel. And he is he is he is he is whiter than snow, and he in Israel he is blacker than he is. And I'm wow. like, how do you? <laughs> this oh, wow. th- this this guy was so this guy was so white. He looked. He you was. I'm like, how at all? You pay me to show up. That's how you get away. <laughs> Did he have red hair? He must be Scottish. I don't know, but I I should have told him. You know what? Next time the police pull you over, you tell them that you're blacker than me. You see what they do about that. <laughs> Now um, let, let's let's kind of switch, boy, with us today. Uh, you have been all over the place, my friend. I, I, I feel like you're running for office. You're 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 is in, in in many as, as much media as 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 an Allen's running for political office. All you're doing is pushing this angle. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. Um, you you were on Cake. Uh, you've been on Power Nundy. Uh Name some of the other places you've been all over the place, my friend. Uh, I've been on Cake News actually twice now. Uh, Look at that! All in the summer and uh, uh, ninety three nine five. It's always got to be ninety three nine dollars. I don't know. I don't know why they changed right. everything around. But uh, the five you, is more. Gang. You put a five in there. Uh, so, so you've been out. You've been out pushing the single. You've been uh, there's music videos. Um, you know what? What I think is great is that it's like you're you're not running for political office, but it's like you are running for political office. You're as busy. Mm-hmm. Promoting this as Alan is trying to get votes. It, it's an amazing, amazing. Yeah, it is, man. It's- I think you're going to win, Alan, by the way. What? I think he thinks you're going to win, no, Israel. <laughs> hey, you might just. I mean, it just depends on his ambition. I, I, think, no, I called in a couple of favors from Daly family in Chicago. They taught me some good old political tricks, but I'm sure we can get you in there. But- now, now, ICT boy, uh, last uh, yesterday, was it his thoughts on, on the duties there? Unfortunately, you know, we lost a pop legend, so to speak, in Wichita, King KB. Yeah. Rest in peace, homie. You know, because this is kind of, your movement is kind of what we need to be talking about because you want to bring unity to the community with what you're doing and in these kind of events, so to speak. Can you tell a little bit about the movement behind your music? Yeah, uh, first of all, those to uh, KB's family. 
And uh, to anyone who knows, uh, definitely, definitely. I just, I just seen him the other day. He came up to the studio, and uh, he just said, "Hey, you know, I'm not feeling well today." You know, I said, "Hey, man, that's fine." Uh, and took part of the movement, and uh, he was also one of the ones who started started uh, passing, um, you know, here in person. But uh, I'm going to continue to strive and, and 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 continue to do what I do to bring all unity uh, in his. Uh, you know, I just want to touch bases on that. As far as the movement, the movement is all of us Wichita artists uniting instead of us, you know, competing with each other. I mean, what is there to compete for? I mean, yeah. I want to compete. You know, how many people are you helping feed? How many people are you helping employ? Is your family, I don't want one of us getting in the door, well, looking back the door and saying, hey, those come in this door. So that's what the movement is about. It, 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 it's up to 33 artists right now. Uh, you know, I've said this many times. It's, it's not about just me. There's lots of talent in Wichita, Kansas, and I just want to bring like that. And uh, that's what this project is going to do. We're going to get the city where it needs to be. Well, uh, Israel, you got any? You, got, you know, you've been watching yeah. the show for a heck of a long time, so. Yeah, because you know, a couple months back, uh, you know, I did a video for him. You know, he reached out, and uh, man, I just appreciate that. One thing that, like, is that, um, for whatever reason, bro, like you got, you just got this positive aura. And I've been saying this same stuff. If you go back and listen to the shows. And it's like, I don't know, for for whatever reason, I dig it and people just dig what you're doing. You know what I mean? And you're right. I've been uh, saying for like a long time, man, like our competition is really whoever's charting, whoever's, you know, other. You know what I mean? And we can be more of an ally. And thanks to, uh, you know, that man, that show, man, we've been able to get our message out. I think that Kansas, uh, the nation as a whole, really understands only rappers, producers, and, uh, man, we got actors and actresses. You know what I mean? So I really think that, uh, if we can get more support, um, that we can we can do a lot more for the state, a lot more for the community. Because I mean, celebrities always take care of you know their home area. It's not in the best interest for us to get the art out. Man, he's doing a beautiful job. Uh, I was um, well, uh, yeah, I was able to um, be a part of this project, man. Man, it's what we've been eating, man. Um, and there will be a, a good chance to show a lot of the artists that me and you've been interviewing for years. Diggy, so it's only right to have them on. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to everybody hearing it. T Boy and Key Boy have a crazy track together that we did the other I day. T Boy, that track went crazy. It's, yeah, cool. it's bananas. Man, I can't forget the sky, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of those motivational out of Wichita. I feel with your music, um, that po- that positive energy that you are bringing. Um, I want to know how I feel like your music differs from any. Well, um, you know, there's 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 they have their own mind frame, you know. You know, let me say that first. But my is to ignite people, and I can't, yeah. I, I can't uh, you know, I can't say nothing about. You no, know, that's 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 just what they're feeling right now. But I want to be the one that that, that, that changes that and, yeah. and, and combines us and unites us. Um, you know, uh, about rap music, I want to bring light to to jazz artists, to to, to, to comedians, to who's wanting to pursue their, their ambition. Well, your comedians first guy will probably give you a call, Terry. <laughs> He's good. Shout out to Terrence. That's my we, boy. We, 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 Terrence is a go-getter. <laughs> he is, uh, so, he is, <laughs> everybody that there is to, that are at the book, and they're like, you know, I don't even know who this Terrence Hayes guy was. Showed up in my, one of my friends, and I'm like, <laughs> I didn't add him as a friend. So he gets in everywhere. <laughs> he is, uh, he is quite entertaining. Now, uh, um, how do you see, uh, you know, we've been talking with Alan, and we've been we've been talking with Jay here about all the different. Do you see your your music and your movement 
impacting and crossing over into things like politics and bring people together and things like this because stuff like that it divides people sometimes not unites them it's going to, uh, it's going to unite people just from the simple fact that we got more we got more resources now yeah we got, we got everybody working everybody everybody doing uh doing their different things as far yeah. as their, their genres or that they're in um, and there's more revenue in all sorts of areas that, that everybody's into. You know, the, the, the one thing a couple of years ago, me me and Israel and Seth, our digital marketing guy, we had a uh, conversation with, with a representative from Sony. And they, they called us about different things. And they're like, you know, you guys promote all these different artists like they're unsigned. And Israel, because they are. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the things that we were talking about, some of the different things. And he goes, oh, I for you guys. And and this always just floors, floors me in Israel every time that we we repeat this story. But um, he was asked to send our artists out to Kansas. And they, whenever they come back, we always debrief them. We all, you know, had had the did they did they make sure that you had hotels and places to stay and made you know all the different things. They're like, oh well. And they're like, hey, is there anybody out there that you opened for or performed with or saw that we all should be looking at? And they're like, and he goes, so the question I have is hip hop. And Israel, is, that's the exact reaction that Israel and Seth gave him. He's like, are you in your mind? And I, just for, I told him, I was like, we're the greatest. Don't you forget it, buddy. But, so <laughs> hey, to, as an artist, to, to, can you hear me? Go, yeah, go, jump in there, jump in there. To uh, answer your question, uh, I feel like I've been that artist in the sense, like, because I'm a conscious artist, and I also have a degree in politics a lot of times uh, for our community. But we do have, uh, like, uh, Big Sam, he's uh, on the advisory. Uh, you know, he's kind of done some work with the wine wash and whatnot. And uh, who I am a fan of, we're more than likely to lend our hand. The hip-hop community, the music community as a whole, wants to do its part. We want a positive part of the community. Uh, like, a lot of us are fathers. You know, we're husbands and, and different things. So the good life for our children and our community, we do want to be involved. I think that there's a lot more of that, a lot more volunteer on. I personally got some up to get registered to vote. Um, I brought in a lot of artists to actually try to get uh, registered for the decriminalization of marijuana in uh, Wichita. And also uh, when uh, my friend Jennifer Wynn was her uh, mayor, um, so we, we're here, you know, we're trying to do better. Uh, we want to be a positive part of the community. That's what uh, I... And, uh, we can definitely cross over, and that's what I'm wanting it to, wanting it to do. You know, I want to bring the lights to the city. So, you know, to combine, say, with, with the movement of uh, the rap scene there, I mean, we can, we can, we can you know, just to promote... Because uh, we were talking earlier before, before you got here, ICT, about the fact in the day, you know, you could turn on hip-hop radio. They were, they were trying to get their message out through through... The music, and nowadays, oh, and Skylo can you know vouch for this. There's there, <laughs> just, yeah, just there's nothing there. Alice, go yeah. ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. I want to hear you rap. <laughs> I'll tell everybody in America you you, you got to bust the rap for us though. Alan Bell Police does not. <laughs> <team>. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I think he got it in him, man. <laughs> uh, just, I don't like freestyle. I'm 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 like a deer in headlights right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be able to rap for us. I'm not You're not that. prepared to rap. Beat and go go. <laughs> yeah. well, what I'll do is I'll write your uh, inauguration speech in hip hop form. It'll be dope. Don't worry about it, Alan. I got you. Take right. care. <laughs> so 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 with all this and 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 I guess. My, my my two questions is one getting back to the thing I was talking me and Seth and Israel had the conversation that are going hey 
Is there hands doing hip hop? How do you how do you counter that? How do you make sure that, that question? Uh, well, but just by ahead, bro. right now, uh, we got a ambition on doing with the movement. That's why I want it to be about all of us, all of us, in which it's not about just me because. You know, once the light is there, it's shining on everyone. So, so next time when Sony comes in or or, or a risk, they will know that which has got to. How do you, how do Sony calls calls me in Israel and goes, "Hey, there's blah 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 out there in the to him Instead of, is there anybody doing rap? <laughs> how do you fix that? I don't know how to fix that? And I mean, I've had situations sort of like that. Man. Yeah, it's just um. Let them know. I mean, yeah. Can I send the music? These people, at you? who can I yeah. expose to you if you're that interested? If you're calling me, then obviously you want something from me. You want I think there's tax laws on how independent artists can file and some of the things to help actually them, like help artists actually have a career in music. Some of the things that we can do and with technical. So with the from with college, we got the the um we have the upper hand. It's like, you know, we already got our own thing going on. We already creating capital. If these make part of it, cause they're going to try to exploit your talent. That's what they do. Well, if yeah. they want to come in and do that, we need to have solidarity between artists, but we also have to have each other, uh, and encourage a professionality. That's why, uh, I brought on Chris from get March. Now, yep. you know, when, you know, we have artists at our community that do dumb things publicly, you like saturate, like, for example, you have an artist who wants to sell a song, uh, CDR with Sharpie for t- Well, the artist who shrink wrapped and barcoded, he yep. wants to sell the market. So we got our, you gotta, you gotta get past that. You gotta do something different. You know what I mean? You gotta be more professional and we gotta, uh, you know, and just work together, work with city council to make, uh, an artistic zone. When you go to some of these bigger cities, you know, for hip hop, you'll find the new artists from painters to weavers to rappers to singers to yeah. folk artists. And that doesn't, does um, doesn't exist in Wichita, you know, it just, it just doesn't. And, uh, but I think, I think that, uh, there's becoming more outlets. There's massive, there's, uh, radio, you know what I mean? Different things that, uh, help us get our word out. And, uh, the internet, you know, you can be anywhere, um, uh, at any time for whatever reason. I saw about 300 CDs in Youngstown, Ohio. I've never been in Youngstown, Ohio. 300 CDs there, which was crazy because I was only able to do it, you know, through the internet, like two or three t-shirts in Paraguay. And I'm like, I don't even know anyone in Paraguay. I'm an item there. Five CDs in Paraguay. <laughs> Conversion rate equals to platinum. So I basically went platinum in pair. It's real. We've got to be more professional. Yes. And, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to get off in the you got to do it right. you got to go yeah. ahead and get it, get it professionally. Uh, uh, Barcoded. You know, shrink wrapped, yeah. uh, arms right, and, and that's definitely what we're doing in Wichita. See, this is the thing that I like about this show today is you've got Everybody that is in their various areas, and they're doing it professional. Like her books, they're an actual book. So now she's just been throwing e-reader together. Not that that's a bad <laughs> thing. It's a book. You can flip through the pages. There's writing on it. There's, you know, it's there. All those things. Exactly. Those, he's out campaigning. He's got campaign offices. He's yard. Well, that too. Once had done it. Going to, okay. yeah. I'm not always sure. I'm right all the time, but I'm pretty sure. Just about 106 <laughs> percent sure. And then you've got yeah. you've got ICT boy who's out there, and and he make things successful. Same thing with Skylo. Skylo, you know. He, you don't have the CD with her. It's got the barcode and everything. So uh, it, it, it's refreshing today to have to have professional people who are not just screwing around. I mean, we got to, you know, on this whole thing of unity, 
you know, I want to talk about this. <laughs> we got to wake up in Kansas. We got to make changes, man. I'm sick of being after the stock of pretty much everybody. And we got to we got to be more progressive. You know, here in Kansas, for whatever, we're always reactionary. We always really kind of say, oh, you know, uh, man, I'm proud to be from Kansas. Um, you know, I'm proud to be from Wichita. You know, I'm a proud American as well. I want to stop having, and we, uh, we kind of talked about on the other show um, that we did in Salina, um, Kansas has a brain drain. All of our best talent leaves and has to go to other places to yeah. pursue their dreams because we're just not, you know, open for that. You know, all these artists who are touring nationally anyway yeah. have to come through this region. We're not having them, and when we do have making, them, we're not, we're not having our, our own, own artists. Yeah, we're not, we're uh, not making our own, uh, if you want to boil it down to professional wrestling, it's, yeah. Uh, it's leaving yeah, and going to places. Well, and I and I go to other states. I'm got the, the highway department has taken out an ad, a billboard that says, "Governor, stop robbing the highway department." I'm like, I don't see that in Nevada. I don't see that in other states. It certainly is highway robbery. Um, Alan, had as as a political individual, how do we have to wait for the governor to be out of office? No, and wait for somebody else to get it. Just wait for something else to happen. Nothing else will happen. I mean, if you're not in charge of your own destiny, if you're not trying yeah. to get better. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've got this unique perspective on Kansas. Kansas, historically, I'm, I'm fifth generation. I was born in yeah. Minnesota. Uh, but I, um, I I came back, but I've, I've, I've lived back in a full-time worldview. I go out and I see the world. And you come back. And, and I remember graphically, it's a center for me. The opportunity for Kansas was owner. And it was always reliably the center as far as you know, good, good, uh, good education, uh, yeah. good government. Good, good people, you know, salt of the earth people, and 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 right now we've got high partisanship and politics, but it's everything. I mean, there's just yep. fighting's become the new norm, and people are <laughs> yes. angry about everything. everybody. Like, everybody is just upset and angry. As far as getting rid of that, Kansas needs to lead the way in as far as producing talent. Yeah. Uh, as far as bringing in external talent, as far as, as as guiding the nation on here's here's a good way to way to move forward and and be responsible to your community and, and we can only do that if we i mean just the people in this room or the people in the listening audience yeah. if we choose to and we have to out for the governor to leave you know do something yeah do something now and i'll say this Go. we've got to be careful about uh, who we support i'm not saying that in 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 a way where i'm you know i name no man that's not going to help us as far as as far as Kansas and as far as this region. As far as say, it's, you got to be careful supporting who you're backing out there. If they don't got a good vibe about them, a good energy about them, like ICT Boy here, keep going, bringing that positivity to the create that negative, and you just really got to pay attention to who you're supporting. Yeah. You said that you you didn't vote, you didn't you didn't participate. <laughs> I know, but you changed statements. Everybody's got to get involved, even to the comfort level. Oh, right. Israel. What, what do you got for Alan? He's the man. He changed it. <laughs> I, I think that we blame too much stuff on government. You might be yes. surprised to hear me say that. And what I mean is, you know, the will of the people has to start in their heart. We feel different. We want things, you know, we'll vote different. You know what I mean? And Kansas history for reasons in the state goes one or two ways. I think that uh, we don't want to look back over this next decade and be like, well, we didn't make any progress because – you know, the irony of today being eleventh, September 11th, which is this in particular more so than it did the rest of the country, economically at least, because we were so dependent upon after September 11th and, you know, aircraft and the people weren't flying as much, you know, that kind of hurt. So we need to start thinking about, um, you know, for uh, what could I mean, possibly happen, you know what I mean? So we have to we got to diversify our workforce, and uh, I mean, uh, we shouldn't be having these education crises. You know, I think that we're racing. Uh, we'll be, 
2020 already benefiting from it. And, uh, yeah, and we'll, that'll be another thing that we lost out. Hey, guys, I love you guys. I'm sorry I'm having an emergency. Let's face with you guys bro. later. We'll let you go. Thank you, brother. Uh, now, now, now Skylo, Israel brings up a uh, inter of uh, embracing medical marijuana in the state of Kansas <laughs> and how we need to legalize pot because every state around us is going to legalize pot. He just <laughs> he just want to sell weed. <laughs> he just wants to open a dispensary. You know, is what you're he saying. think he's he here. <laughs> nah, man, I got you, man. Now, now, how you feel, now, man? ICT boy, how, how true? You know, like, like Alex makes it from an artist perspective. How do you is that a political thing? Do you try to get people motivated? Yeah, it's all about being positive, you know, getting up and actually doing something, uh, uh, you know, to make a change. Yeah. I mean, we can sit around in our living rooms all day and complain about what's going on, but it's not going to change anything unless you get up and make it happen. Yeah. So whatever, go ahead and pursue it and make it happen and that we can impact. That's cool. Well, we're going to do this. We're going to take a brief break. Before we go, CT Boy, how do we find you on social media? Yes, but we, before, before we take our commercial break, how do we... Yeah, uh... CT Boy, just click on ICT and B-O-Y. Um, you can also um, find me just ICT Boy Bartell West. That's my personal page, but just, you know... Friend request, I, I'll accept it. <laughs> so, uh, you can also find me on YouTube. That's at ICT Boy. Um, that's it right now. Right. Quick timeout. Some of the screen ad's going to take a break. I'm going to play ICT Boy's Toast to the Good Life. We'll talk a little bit of him about this. And uh, also, uh, when we get back, we will uh, work Jay and Alan into the conversation. I, 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 don't, I don't know if you'll be able to interview ICT Boy with us and be able to ask him. <laughs> Oh, we can do that. <laughs> Let's, uh, that actually might not be a bad idea. We're, we're going to take a break, come back with more here on the World Maker.
played musical co-host and uh we have got we're gonna wrap things up here in our last segment yeah here on our world famous jiggy jaguar radio program we have skylo sitting in the co-host chair what up we have jay marie uh in skylo's chair and we have alan Lee's, and somewhere is ict boy and uh jay bird wells but uh, i wanted to take this this uh this next segment and uh where we're gonna play Toast to the good life at the at the the end of the broadcast. We also might work in some some Skylo Gator Crush as well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but uh, I want to talk in this segment since we've got Alan here and it's a big it's a big issue this election season and 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 Jay is here also to uh, she she's a big Second Amendment uh, individual, um, and I'm sure ICT boy you know owns 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 a few firearms or knows some people who are. Uh, who own firearms? Um, I, we're going to play Toast to the Good Life here in a few moments, but uh, I want to talk in this segment about guns. Uh, we. I know that all. Uh, it seems like all the rappers, you guys have like fifty guns. No, we don't. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Not even Fifty Cent has fifty guns. Ti <laughs> tried, but he got caught though. <laughs> 
So uh, no. <laughs> now, first of all, ICT boy, what, what, what is what is your view on the Second Amendment and guns and having guns and 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 even here in uh, Kansas we have this conceal and carry, which everybody you know everybody thought was going to be this crazy deal. It's not. We're not shooting each other in bars. You know, the craziest story was probably after it first got passed in Salina, Kansas. Of course it's in Salina, Kansas. <laughs> um, I read in the newspaper that some old woman was walking her dog, and another guy was walking down the street, and his dog was giving this old woman's dog some problems. She had to carry and conceal about the gun and shot the dog. Just kept walking. <laughs> what? Wow. That's the only crazy story I've heard. Right. Wow. So... Wow. <laughs> I want to start with you. What is your opinion of the whole Second Amendment and guns, all, all the shenanigans? And you can feel free to adjust the microphone however you want over there, my friend. You, you can even take it off the sun. Because uh, we've had people take them off the, the thing. There we go. There we go. So, still hear me? I've just got word that DJ B-Ray will be placing a call. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and give us your thoughts. We've got Alan here. And, uh, JB Wells is a big gun gun toting pertinent, so we're gonna <laughs> I'm Ross long term. Don't kill me for that. It's a Ross long term, but go ahead. <laughs> for the gun laws, I believe everyone should have a right to uh to have protection if if need be. Uh yeah. we're all uh with anything, I mean, you're gonna have your bad apples in a bunch. Yep. Uh, that's just that's just a given with anything. With with hiring teachers, with hiring uh, you know politicians or whatever, you know, it's always gonna have its bad apples. But I do believe in having having the right to protect yourself. Yeah. And uh, you know, we just gotta uh, the uh, the law is still the law. If you break the law, even if you do got a right to carry a firearm or you got one of them, if you do something wrong, they're still gonna hold you accountable for yeah. it. So it just just gives us more protection. So I'm- well, Alan, you're 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 running uh, for office, and I know that this. Question a lot when you're out there. What, what, what do you think of the whole Second Amendment? We're, we're gonna we're gonna expand on Thursday uh, from live live on Salinas and on SalinaTV.org. I, I wanted it. I wanted. Oh, uh, I wanted everybody here. So, well, for for a lot of people, I mean, that's one of the first questions asked. Uh, you know, how do you feel on Second Amendment? And my immediate response is, is well, I joined the Army. Uh, I became a gunner. Uh, I served in the first Gulf War. I was extremely uh, uh, functional. I was extremely good with, uh, with with firearms of all sides. Badly, which had 25 millimeter cannon. Jesus. I was uh, <laughs> tremendously effective with that. Um, I was so good that my uh, uh, company commander designated me as a sniper. Um, uh, I was supposed to go out to sniper school, but they needed me a gunnery. And uh, in see, Germany. you're 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 a trained sniper. He should be in the hip hop community. This right? guy should have a hot right? sixteen. He's actually if you put what I just said to beats, then uh, <laughs> he's a sniper. No, but <laughs> <protect yourself. laughs> no, don't you know he can a, see you? I'm telling so, you, that's not so, new. But go ahead. There's, there's go more ahead. to uh, that. That question is important to me because the Second Amendment is important to me. But I think that it yeah. reveals a, with the community and that they. They, that's an easy one to go to. Like, how are you on the Second Amendment? Well, I, you, you wouldn't find someone better than me on the Second Amendment. Yeah. But I think it gets at a deeper issue of how are you with the Constitution generally? I mean, if you follow the Second Amendment, if you believe that and you interpret that to mean that we and ourselves against tyranny, you believe that the, the whole Constitution uh, is something to be protected uh, with firearms if necessary uh, is supposed to protect people and not protect the government. It's supposed to, to, to give rights and liberties to the individual and not to the government because the government's going to yeah. have all the weapons that they want. You know, so if you're saying that, yeah, I'm going to face of the individuals to bear arms against tyrannical government, you're saying I'm going to I'm going to use the constitution 
that all things in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights yep. will be protected. And that's that's my interpretation of that question, and that's how I answer it. I mean, you're going to find someone better than that on me. I mean, hell, I do things from very far away <laughs> <laughs> comfortably. So, you know, that's that's what I think. You know, Sky, let me any, any comments here, but I just watched a Suicide Squad again the other night for the second time. Uh-huh. He could oh, be the real dead shot. <laughs> friend Mike who actually texted me, hey. and, and he would argue that he's better than me. But yeah, go out and find out if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jay, you're, you're, you're a big Second Amendment. Yeah. Uh, I think I can try to squish everything together. Growing up, I was taught that, you know, it was a guy's thing. I wasn't allowed to touch it. So I didn't actually touch my first firearm until I was married um, to my well. husband. Teach me how to shoot. We would call the cops, and we would call the uh, Humane Society, and they said, Hey, dogs, they're on you. You take care of that again. Um, they would say, you know, if there was um, coyotes, because we got coyotes coming out the walls. Um, they would come up in broad daylight. So my children's lives were at, at stake. And so my husband's you. And the neighbors aren't going to come over state. It's on you. Yeah. So I had to learn how to shoot, and it was different. <laughs> and then, uh, excuse me. Wow. I had a, if I had not. That ought to be in a rap video. Sorry, I had to laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had to try to kill me. He stomped on me. And if I hadn't had his horns, he would have stomped on my chest. Smokes. Um, I had several surgeries from him stomping on my stomach. Happened to be carrying that day. And I went, and I shot at him. And again, and I think I nicked his balls because I hired to, you know, <laughs> I was told by editors to keep guns out of my book because it would drive readers away. Um, I, cylinder, you know, gun bill. I've actually been to some comic cons where the kids are like, I want that book cool. And the mom's like, and so, um, <laughs> and, um, I started safety rules and I'll, and I'll have your safety rules. People actually like to have the copy of safety rules because, um, you know, it's, it's how you train your kids. We taught our kids that if it looks fun, treat it like a gun. If, if you have a toy gun that is black and it looks like a gun, then you don't point it at another person. Okay, squirt guns. So if it's a nerf gun, you can point it. But if it looks like a gun, treat it like a yep, gun. And yep. my kids are more respectful than those kids that just walk around and happen. That is just... Sorry. There. You, you look like you wanted to say something, ICT boy. <laughs> oh, no. No, I was just agreeing with him. Skylo, have you ever been attacked by a goat? No. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you were attacked by a goat? See, she had a gun on her. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably probably make a coat out of him or something. I, I don't know. I have Peter on my butt, so I'll be all right. <laughs> I, I'll be all right. I had somebody hurt me, and I don't want to be hurt again. So, yes. Um, I'm pretty particular about protecting my life and yes. my kids' life. And then, I probably would have did what she did, man. Yeah. Probably popped him in his Little gajones <laughs> called it a day. <laughs> called it a day. Yep. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, Alan. Well, they're they're probably never gonna since Kansas is more of a Republican state than you know a Democrat state. It's you know something like a care uh, you know the, the the whole carry thing and and all the different things. Um, can they, uh, or do you ever foresee a day where, like, a republic or a democratic governor or somebody comes in and they try to take away the carry and conceal and try to do all these things where it's like it's working? It's kind of like Colorado with the pot. It's working in Colorado, so why go in there and tell them, oh, can't do it anymore? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I because I've I've talked to a few people that are like, oh, well, that carry and conceal thing. I don't know, and I'm like, you don't know. It's worth. <laughs> I think. I think that. A Haven't had any freaks, you know, running around with. A, I think a government that's, that's that's accountable and a government that actually is is responsive to the people, um, 
especially like I said, we've got a, we've got a constitutional republic, which is uh, you know you elect those leaders that, that represent the interests yeah. that you have. I think that uh, in Kansas, the voters of Kansas have made it clear that that, that we you know we're we're a strong Second Amendment state, and we believe in in uh, you know uh, I guess you could call them fairly liberal uh, gun. Uh, yeah. Are coming into Kansas and trying to overturn the will of the people. Uh, I, I don't expect that. Uh, let's go and toast to the good life. Let's go around the room. Uh, give their plugs and wrap things up. We'll start over here with Jay. How do we uh, get a hold of you online and pick up the books and, and all that? Um, you can find me on my Facebook page. It's J-A-E-B-Y-R-D Wells. I have over 2,000 fans on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Pinterest, um, Amazon. Um, my uh, website is what www.what-the-hecc.com What the heck? <laughs> uh, got you, got you. Got you. Alan, uh, had, if, if we want to get a hold of you on social media or donate to your campaign or get more information about what you're doing, yeah. websites, all that, how do we... You're more than welcome to donate to my campaign. Um, <laughs> the easiest is uh, you can read uh, read all the issues on uh, the website, which is alanlapolice.com. It's A-L-A-N-L-A-P-O-L-I-C-E, just like you would imagine, lapolice.com. Uh, platforms all there. Uh, the issue's been the same for, for your over two years. You know, I'm not. I haven't transitioned to anything different than I was before. I mean, I'm still a very, yeah. um, you know, traditional Republican in the sense that I want a limited government in size and scope. I want an effective government, though, and, and I, I, I do want common sense uh, taxes and spending policies, and we, yeah. we don't have that. So, Alan Lopley's not account. here in Kansas. Oh my goodness! No. So, <laughs> oh my God. If, if anybody's listening that wonders, like, you went from Republican to Independent? No, I didn't. I actually. The Republicans that I see, at least in, in my own state, and even at the national level, they went to being uh, uh, the worst with money and uh, the, the most uh, uh, yeah, expansive with science These, these conservatives are spending like drunken sailors. Yeah, so it's hard to say. <laughs> you know, it's hard to say that that's that's that, that, that they didn't change. So there's that. There's also you can find me on Facebook, um, and uh, I'm on uh, I guess uh, uh, Twitter at uh, Alan La Police. And um, that's that's really it. But but check out those social media places. Uh, you'll find contact information and call, ask questions, find out. It. One thing I will say is that people yes. assume that I can't win because, well, you know, no independent has won. I don't care that no independent has won. There's never been a better time for an independent to win. There's yes. never been a greater need for an independent to win because we keep going with this two-party system. Specifically, my party, the Republican Party, they have failed at every stage of the game. So... Don't say that it's not a possibility. It is a high probability, like Israel was saying. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to win this race, and more importantly, this is about serving and about doing better, uh, mostly you know, for my kids, for everybody else's kids and future yeah. generations. So check it out. Now, uh, ICT boy, before we get to your uh, your track, how do we get a hold of you online? And Any artists that want to get a hold of you and maybe want to get in touch with you and join the movement or however? But the best way to get a hold of me is, uh, which is what everybody's been doing, is is on uh, Facebook at uh, my music page. It's ICT Boy, uh, as it's, as I said, ICT Boy. Uh, also, my other uh, uh, normal page I got ICT Boy Cartel West. Everybody getting a hold of me that, that way, and I post up a lot of, uh, uh, I post up all my information uh, yeah. and things that I'm doing on my on my music page. Also, YouTube. At ICT boy, everything's ICT boy. So you just click it in. Look at that! It'll bring it. It'll bring Somebody, it somebody's taught you some marketing somewhere, sir. Uh, <laughs> That's <appreciate> awesome. Because <laughs> we we get some of these guys here like, yeah, but dog, I'm on Instagram at blah 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 underscore one. I'm like, what? Yeah, the yeah hell I bet it's that. Simple. 
Yeah, I made it simple. <laughs> it's just made it simple. Hey, Skylo, how do we get a hold of you, Hank? Uh, you can hit me up on Skylo on Facebook, Reverb Nations, uh, under Skylo. You can uh, join uh, my page on YouTube. You can also hit me on Twitter. That's about it, man. And then Jay Marie. Uh... You can hit me on my personal page, Jay, the boss, Marie. And then, uh, <laughs> then I have my business page at Jay Promotion. Well, uh, we're going to do this. I, I thank everybody for being with us uh, this Thursday on Channel 21 in Salina, Kansas, also streamy.org. And we are going to attempt on the Jiggy Jaguar page at Facebook.com. Jaguar. Um, we are going to attempt to do Facebook Live over that. So we'll, we'll, uh, they can get it figured out technically in Salina. But here is this ICT boy, just to the good luck. That's as we go. Check us out next week. I will be I will be in Plaxico, Kansas of all You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.